Season 2, Episode 1, Let's Do It All Over Again. Crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us as we ranch it up. I am your host, I am your producer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Tigger. A big thanks goes out to our partners. Welcome aboard Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, Pharmatan, Imogen Ingredients, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, they're with us again, Medora Boot and Westernware, they're with us again, RFD TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. She actually runs the ship, the big rig, I'll buy ye lonesome, uh, Rebecca Honor, a.k.a. Beck, congratulations, Beck, I'm going to say, season two, episode one. We did it. Everybody let us come back, <laughs> or at least to my knowledge, everybody has let us come well, back. Well, you know, I here. think the bigger congratulations honestly goes to you, Tigger, because you might not realize it. I did a little digging on you, and oh, you Lord. have been nationally syndicated promoting the ranching world, whether it be public radio to satellite radio Long now time. for, I counted, get this, everybody, he's put out over 250 episodes just on a weekly show. This doesn't count the halftime shows to whatever else he might do. Just weekly, over 250 episodes over five any, years. That's not counting any of the daily stuff. That no, I've done, that no, we do dailies on top of it. But you know what? Congratulations. You've really become quite the voice for the ranching industry. Thank you. I and appreciate that. I appreciate you as many do every week that tune in. And we thank all of you for tuning in every week. Well, by golly, you're kind of doing my job here today. <laughs> I've had a good teacher. What has been your favorite part of doing this the, the, the Ranch It Up radio show. What's been your favorite part? I'm curious. I would say the favorite when part. When we finish each episode. <laughs> and we and we've not this, strangled we each se- other. The send button I have, and it goes out. There you go. No, actually is getting t- to be the boots on the ground and meeting other people in our industry that are like-minded. And we can get together and discuss the issues. We may not always agree, mm. but we at least are able to be with one another and hear each other out. You have met some amazing people since you oh, started hanging around me. It, it's been, and, and you've made some wonderful friends too. Oh, yes, absolutely. The ranching community is I'm going to say we watch out for one another in in such an amazing way when there's a catastrophe that happens yes, to you, name it. I mean, yes. we're always watching each other's backs as best we I can. I believe you say the word crew all the time, and I've got to say my, we've got some jam. of the best crew around. I'm going to echo that because back in August, remember back when we were in Nashville and Kelly Hope from Indiana? Oh, my gosh, yes. Drove down just in hopes, see how I did that, just in <laughs> hopes of meeting us. There you have it. See, we have an amazing crew from all over. Going to change things up just a little bit for today's episode. I have had a number of you reach out to us over the the course of the past year and ask us where we find our information down to where do we hang out on social media groups we belong to, publications we get and why, the magazine count. And as you can imagine, we get lots and lots of newsletters, e-newsletters, physical newsletters, magazines, different publications, newspapers from just about every region of the country. And I want to share about a, a few of them over the course of the next few weeks. The first publication I want to tell you all about is the Tri-State Livestock News. It covers the region of North and South Dakota, Montana, Wyoming, and Nebraska. Now, just hold on here a little bit, because what is interesting is the message, regardless of the area that this publication covers, okay? So hang with me now. Carrie Stoddheim joins us today as we tip into Season 2, Episode 1 of the Ranch It Up radio show. Now, Carrie has been the editor for the Tri-State Livestock News for the past nine years. 
She grew up in northwestern South Dakota, and today she wrangles the family along with helping maintain her family's commercial sheep flock and commercial Hereford herd. Carrie, thanks for taking the time just to visit with us for a little bit. Now, I have a question for you. Does it get difficult when you are in the position of editor, in this case of the Tri-State Livestock News, but when you are in the position of editor and, and you have to hear about all of the stories, okay, which covers all sorts of topics pertaining to the cattle and livestock business, but now you also are a producer just like the ones that you report on with your own opinions on these topics that you report on. Yes, it can be kind of difficult, but I also consider it a great privilege to be able to let others tell their story. And actually, yeah, that's been um, a passion of mine since, you know, I didn't really realize it when I went to school for ag journalism. That's what my degree is in is ag journalism. And so I just very quickly developed this passion and love for helping these good people tell their story and to help the world see the good that makes sense absolutely so, it, it's kind so of a yeah, calling so you're right yes it's kind of hard in a way to not be able to share my thoughts and opinions but like but it's the privilege and honor of getting to share all of these other people's thoughts that just normally don't get a platform is it's so worth it now let's talk more about this storytelling if you were asked to come to, say, your your alma mater, to South Dakota State University, put on a presentation, be the keynote speaker, and a student there listening asked you the following question. I'm going to put you on the hot seat now here, Carrie. How would you respond to this question? What is the most or one of the most pressing issues facing agriculture today, in your opinion? Well, first of all, I am not a radio personality, so they would not ask me to speak. They would ask me to write a story about it, and then I would have a week to prepare. I'm not a radio personality either. They just give me a mic and I never shut up. (laughs) But, no, I mean, I'll be honest. The most pressing issue to the livestock industry right now is profitability. You know, we have all seen, I think, or we absolutely see in our community When somebody, let's say a rancher, retires or dies and he doesn't have kids that are interested, a young 20-year-old does not come in and buy that ranch. The reason that we're losing, that that a 20-year-old can't come in and buy that 5,000-acre ranch with those 200 head of cows or buy into it is because when he tries to pencil it out, there's no profit there. Unfortunately, Carrie, that is 100% correct. I agree with you all the way around. Trying to keep outfits going today and the ability to have the family-owned and operated farms and ranches of tomorrow. Carrie, thanks so much again for joining us. Now you can read more, learn more, by going online to tsln.com, Tri-State Livestock News, tsln.com, and get your subscription today. comes out weekly from the very serious issues that we just discussed to the results of your local circuit finals rodeo. Now, up next, our team grows and expands. We bring in allied genetic resources. Stick around, y'all. We'll be right back right after this. I have a question for y'all. Is it too early to be thinking about calving season? Too early to be talking about scours? You want to gamble with that one? Well, here's the deal, and it's pretty simple. If you want to sell one in the fall, 
You need to have a live one this winter and spring. So let's get rid of the death loss from cryptosporinium and coccidiosis by feeding Pharmatan from Imogene Ingredients. Now, crew, I've talked about Pharmatan before, and it's easy to feed. It can be added to loose mineral, mixed into tubs, into mineral blocks. But here's where it gets very important and why I am talking about calving season now, why I'm talking about Pharmatan now. Your cows need to have Pharmatan in their system 90 days pre-calving, all right? And Pharmatan is now on my team of experts. So if you need some more information and you need some questions answered, you can get a hold of me. You can head online to PharmatanUSA.com. Look for Pharmatan on Facebook at Imogene Ingredients. Or you can call Paul 1 and Paul 2 at 515-745-1639. I've received a pile of messages, emails, texts, pretty much any way to get a hold of me asking about our swag line, our Ranch It Up gear. Finally! Just head to ranchitupshow.com, click on swag or shop, and check out the full line of Tigger approved Burke. Long and short sleeve tees. Now, these are the really nice ones, the really soft ones, by the way. We've got hoodies, vests, our signature line of polos, ranchitupshow.com. Let's get it on. Cattle battle. We would like to welcome aboard to our team of experts, the crew from Allied Genetic Resources. Now, we're going to hear a lot from Allied over the next few months. Why? Because now after selling the springborn calves is the time to evaluate our genetics. What worked, what maybe what didn't work. Do we need to replace our bull battery? Do we need maybe that competitive advantage when it comes to selling our feeder cattle crew, that is the Allied Genetics way. Marty Ropp joins us today. Allied Genetic Resources, just to give you a little bit of a background, was formed in June 2010 when a number of seed stock producers were looking to help their customers downstream. We're going to use that term a little bit here, which is anything past who they sell seed stock to. Now, Marty, thanks for being on the program again, and welcome aboard, as I said, to our team of experts, if you will, Allied Genetic Resources. Let's talk about the breeds of cattle, Marty, that your team works with, and then we'll go into the to the reach and the and the number of cattle that Allied kind of actually affects. We're probably known best uh, for our uh, you know our members that sell Simangus bulls and and Simital Genetics because that's where I started at American Simital Association. But we also would sell you know in aggregate more than a thousand um, Angus Red Angus. Um, some Galvey Balancer bulls, uh, one good shorthorn herd that we work with. So we are, but we are definitely a multi-breed business, and we are absolutely committed to continental British uh, composited cattle, whether that be from a seed stock perspective, or certainly um, in the the, uh, the finished product, the product that we promote and that we'd like to, you know, we'd like to hang our hat on and saying that's an Allied product or that's an Allied calf. That calf's a continental British crossbred calf. It is not a straight bred calf. How many herds are we roughly working with right now, Morty? There's roughly 100 seed stock herds involved. If you kind of do the math and assume that not all of those herds buy all of their bulls from an allied supplier, they're talking about northwards of a million feeder calves, between a million and a million and a half feeder calves a year. And are, are we looking from border to border and from coast to coast, really? All over the country? Yeah, Washington State all the way down into North Florida. We obviously sell seed stock in the states where we don't have owners. But I think we're at 23 states with owners uh, mid-market. This year, the market somewhere north of 10,000 commercial-oriented seed stock bulls. So essentially, all of the seed stock providers we worked with are 100% fully employed. 
And that includes not only being the feed truck driver and the haymaker and the CEO and CFO and the part-time, you know, part-time veterinary help and all those, I mean, all those things, the person who makes the genetics decisions, they do all those things, including uh, maybe being a soccer dad and being a deacon in a church. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're just involved in everything. So adding another layer of service to their profession in many cases, it was just right at the edge of impossible. Uh, so we started the business to help out with that. Now, with that in mind, having customers in probably 35 or 40 states spread out all over the place and with um, a staff of just eight of us, uh, we can't do as much as we'd love to do, which is part of the reason why the local marketing pieces are really, really important. And that's why they exist is because they're you know, touching those kind of clients in, in a meaningful way is, is a challenge across time and space. And uh, so that's why we worked with, started off working in a little more coordinated system uh, for feeder cattle marketing. And for those you know, who were able to participate in that, we can do a wonderful job through an established system of uh, creating a better product and then getting more money for it. We really went out of our way to make sure that the folks that we initially worked with were cutting edge people, not only from a standpoint of making a product that's, you know, more committed to the commercial beef business. Genetics that, that are, you know, add fertility, that have easy and grow fast and efficiently uh, and have some value to the next to the next level of the beef business as we move towards consumers. And we went, not only did we do that, we also really focused on, hey, how do you treat your customers? What kind of service do you do? Are you 100% behind them as far as warranty? And so by doing that, the combined reputation of those folks involved in the allied business gives value not only to what we do, but gives value to the products, the feeder calf products. And whatever it is that their customers do as they move downstream, because they're tied back to a, you know, a seed stock uh, source that is bulletproof for, uh, you know, for reputation and for, for what they do, you know, to service the business, the whole industry, and not just, not just to service themselves. When allied started, was or maybe we're and even where we're at now has there been been able to establish a brand to the point with buyers in sale barns because when you say that uh you had a number of seed stock producers not necessarily say marty how can you help us but it was more how can you help our customers so Correct. when people are commercial producers when they are uh using partners in the allied genetic program using their genetics and their seed stock are buyers aware of these these calves going right now going across the scales so they're able to to bump those calves a little bit a little more premium on them potentially one of our challenges been and you mentioned one of our challenge areas but one of our challenges has been recognition at that kind of local level uh we have wonderful brand recognition on superior uh, we just, I mean, it's, it is just, it's easy to get our calves in the upper echelon of sale prices when they carry the allied logo in the, in the catalog. And then we've got support from Clint and the rep team. It's like clockwork and it's helping. And a lot of the other reps now are beginning to look around and go, you know, when they got that allied logo on them, they're worth more. And so when they know that one of their customers buys calves or buys their uh, genetics from allied, they say, Hey, can we put the logo on them? We said, sure. Absolutely. That's what, it, that's what it's for. And if you need some help with promoting those calves, you know, call Clint, call Rocky, call uh, Logan, call one of those guys, because they can tell you what that logo means as far as the value of the feeder calves. But now where we are today and looking forward, 
are you, this may be kind of a tough one, but are you cautiously, cautiously optimistic, optimistic? Where, where are you at? We wouldn't be expanding our business if, if I wasn't, you know, at least cautiously optimistic. Um, I feel like we've got some new tools and some new things that we can do that, that I only wished we could have done 20 years ago. Um, that, I mean, that's, and it's, you know, there's a lot of pressure from the marketplace to do certain things. I think that the seed stock is being more critically evaluated today than it's ever been in the past. And uh, so we've, we've got to be, we've got to be better than we've ever been. Facts are facts and information works. And so we have to be in a place where we're using that information to make a product that's better. That's our charges as seed stock producers is you know, people look at us and say, you've got to make genetics that work better for us. And whether that's, you know, at the commercial cow calf level, whether that's all the way down um, to, you know, to harvest and food level, we see that charge, we understand that charge, and we're going to use all the tools we can to, um, to get there. So I'm excited. I'm excited about that part of things a lot. And uh, it's going to take a, a more serious seed stock producer every day in order to fill that charge. And we are trying to position ourselves as being you know, that serious choice. Marty Ropp, Allied Genetic Resources. We're going to hear lots from the AGR crew over the course of the next few months. And like Marty said, from marketing those feeder calves to purchasing the next genetic package, Allied Genetic Resources is here to help, to make things a little bit easier. Get your questions together, crew. Because we're fixing to have those sitting on the end of the truck gate conversations. You can direct those comments to me directly if you choose. Ranch it up show at gmail.com. You can call or text at 707 Ranch 20. Thank you again, Marty. Now, stick around, crew. We've got the numbers when we come by. Calves have been given their fall shots. They're weaned and sent down the road. Congrats on a year well done, by the way. But now what? What's next? Well, crew, I want to talk genetics with y'all. It does not matter if we have one cow or we have a hundred. If we feed one steer or we feed a thousand steers. Let's set your outfit up for success. So over the next few months, the crew from Neogen is going to share tips and tricks on how to make your outfit as successful as possible with the right genetics how to add value to your bulls, how to select those bulls, feeding the right kind of cattle that work for you, and ultimately taking some of the guesswork out of the cattle business. Tune in right here for the latest information. And if you have questions, just fire them our way. You can email us at ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Text me at 707-RANCH-20. Call me and leave me a message there. Message us via social media. And most importantly, you're going to figure out what program works the best for you. Hold tight. Before I say fairly well, I need to answer a question from a listener. And quite frankly, a question that I can only assume others have had as well. Todd in Georgia asked, where can he catch up on older episodes of Ranch It Up? Well, Todd, I got news for you. Each and every one of our episodes is archived at ranchitupshow.com. Just click on the episode link, and it takes us to all of our past shows. RanchItUpShow.com Welcome back, everyone. Kirk Donsbach, Stone X Financial, which, by the way, we mention this every week, but let's do it at the beginning. Let's take care of business if you want to receive his free newsletter, and I highly recommend it, by the way. Just text the word CATTLE, C-A-T-T-L-E, to 33777. Kirk, how are you, my friend? I got business out of the way. 
I'm doing wonderful today, and as always, great to be with you again. What are the numbers doing? Let's burn through that, even though I know you like to take your time. Let's burn through that because I want to go through strategies that we've been talking about, well, the last couple months. So I will give you a little bit of time, do the numbers, and then I get to take over. We'll jump right into it then. As of Friday, October 28th, November feeders closed 156.57 and a half. That's down 20 cents on the week. The feeder index closed, which is the average cash price, closed at 155.80, up 77 cents on the week. December live closed 129.30, up 97 and a half cents, with cash trading 126 to 127, up two bucks. Slaughtering 668,000 head, which is a, a really nice, good slaughter volume. And blocks is also closed up on very high production levels of 555 million. I only got a little bit deeper normal on those numbers because we're seeing higher prices on higher volume, and that's a, a good strong indicator. You may ask why were feeders lower with with December live up so solidly? It's because of December corn closing the week at 569, up 30 cents on the week. So can I take over now with my questions? That's <laughs> yeah, yours. We were, and here's where I wanted to build, and, and I'm glad I tease you, I know, but I, I like that you go through the numbers. And we've been doing this specifically, crew. We've been kind of building off of last week, pyramiding off of last week, building, 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 because when you and I had our very initial conversation, it was very much, it was back in July, I think, because I know, I remember I teased you about parking the baler, and we were discussing drought, and we were discussing liquidation, and that really was our foundation. But then we were adding the building blocks and the layers of the pyramid, if, if you will, I'll use an analogy, of strategically what could we do this spring? What, would, what could we do? And, and, and the, the terms that we were using, quote, unquote, quote, was next spring's buys, what we could do. So let's, let's go a little bit deeper in the woods, in the weeds with that one, Kirk, when we say – next spring's buys, what could we potentially do if we were faced with or maybe still faced with we need to liquidate those cows for the lack of feed? So if we're doing anything where we know we're going to have to buy animals come spring, talking now about a hedge. So if the market rallies, those animals are going to cost more. If the market goes lower, they're going to be cheaper. And we need to understand the math of how to get to that price. The price of that calf in March will be the futures price, and then plus or minus your basis. Um, basis is just like in the wheat market. It's just the difference between your cash and the futures. And you you will help. Right now. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm jumping in, but you'll help us you know, as clients, if I'm a client of yours. You're, you'll help me with all of that, right, of figuring out exactly. Absolutely. Where, okay, okay. Continue, please, Absolutely. sir. Absolutely. That is, that is my probably my biggest job. Obviously, we try to, to predict the market as best we can, but the extremely difficult and no one is a hundred percent. So I, I look at my real job at helping you understand exactly that. What's your basis? What's your break even, you know, the stuff that we can put numbers on and know for sure. The rest is just best guessing. You know, Kirk, everybody looks at it this way of we, we put a, a value on it and that, that perceived value is, is dollars is, is potential dollars. What does it cost me, Kirk? What is my risk here, Kirk? What could I have to write a check for? Okay, and I know that's deep. That is a, a conversation that everybody needs to have personally, one-on-one, -on -one, you going there. But can you just kind of break that down of what could be my financial reward? What could be my financial risk? What am I going to have to write a check for? So there's a couple of different options that you can 
can take as far as hedging your buy. Um, a lot of that's the cost is going to be determined by whether you're willing to assume the opposite risk or margin risk. Uh, if we just start at the most basic, you can buy a 160 August feeder call, which makes money if the market goes up. It's going to cost you roughly $4 today. So that would start making you money. We take the strike 160 plus the $4 you spent at 64. So that would protect your buy above 164 okay. and would cost you a little more than 2000 bucks. Gotcha. That's a fixed risk. So there's no, no downside other than the, the $2,000 that you'd spend. The other options obviously are better protection, but you got to expose yourself to margin and we can go with straight futures that there's no cost, but you're going to write a check for every dollar. It continues to go down. And then we get some pretty advanced strategies uh, that kind of hit in the middle. Leave it at there right for the radio. Uh, just say if you have more questions, to give me a holler. I tip my hat to you from one legend to another. And now for our famous last words, special shout out to Peter Kuhn. Peter found us on social media and sent the following message. Hi, Tigger. I found your channel yesterday on the net. It's fantastic. I've already listened to at least 10 podcasts and really enjoy them. Very useful info. I will follow you 100%. Regards, Peter. Here is what is so darn cool and interesting. Peter is reaching out to us from his Angus Ranch in Hungary. Yes, Tigger. The country? From Hungary? the country Hungary. Wow. Look at you gaining international yeah. fame. I tell you what, Peter's going to score himself some ranching up swag. swag. Mm-hmm. Peter, here's what I want you to do. Send me another message with your shipping information. Yes. Uh, it may take a little while to get there, but we will put together a Ranch It Up care package just for you, my friend. And now that's going to wrap it for today, crew. A big thanks to the boss lady, Beck, for coming in. Carrie Stadheim with the Tri-State Livestock News. You can subscribe by going to tsln.com, by the way. Marty Ropp with Allied Genetic Resources. Be sure to keep listening to our coverage with the crew from Allied and Kirk Donsbach with Stone X Financial Incorporated. A big thank you goes out to our partners, Pharmatan, Imogene Ingredients, Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Medora Boot and Western Wear, RFD TV, The Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. And now, crew, so glad y'all are coming with us one more time, one more season now as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us at Ranch It Up Show, our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Call me 24-7 at 707-R-A-N-C-H-2-0. Spread the good word. And join us again next week where it's always Tigger approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up. <laughs>